Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Believers have God's promise that when we faithfully obey Him and don't give up, we will enjoy the very best returns. Let the Lord encourage your heart as Joe Vasek, pastor of Northeast Baptist Church of Danbury, Connecticut, urges us to stay the course. One of the most profound influences on modern missionaries has been the ministry of a man who only lived to be 29 years old. David Brainerd served the Lord in colonial America, striving to reach the American Indians for Christ. Because David Brainerd kept a personal journal throughout his short life, which was later published by Jonathan Edwards, the father of his fiancée, his legacy has impacted many thousands of missionaries and servants of the Lord over the last three centuries. David Brainerd was born in Haddam, Connecticut in 1718. Though he had sought the Lord throughout his youth, he wasn't sure of his own salvation until he was 21 years old. He went to study for the ministry at Yale. In the early part of 1741, David Brainerd's sophomore year, the effects of the Great Awakening hit the Yale campus. Students were meeting together for Bible study and prayer. And at one such meeting, a Yale professor named Mr. Whittlesey led a prayer meeting of students. He was particularly passionate in prayer that day, and when the prayer meeting was over, someone asked David in private conversation what he thought of Mr. Whittlesey, and David answered, he has no more grace than this chair. A freshman student walking nearby heard the conversation, reported it to the college administration, and it led to David Brainerd being expelled from Yale. In those days, no one could preach anywhere without being licensed by the church, and no one would license anyone who'd been expelled from Yale. He'd apologized for the remark that got him expelled, but his apology made no difference. That left 23-year-old David Brainerd in an impossible position. He had a burning passion to preach God's word, and yet there was no place for him to preach because he hadn't been licensed. That spring, he went to live with a pastor in Ripton, Connecticut. The pastor there, Pastor Mills, helped David continue his studies, training him to become fit for the work of the ministry. David spent most of his time there, but he also traveled to churches in other towns, such as Stratford, Southbury, and Bethlehem, Connecticut. On Thursday, July 29, 1742, a group of pastors met in Danbury, Connecticut, and examined David Brainerd to determine if he was fit to be licensed to preach the gospel. He wrote in his diary on that day, I was examined by the association which met at Danbury as to my learning and also my experiences in religion and received a license from them to preach the gospel of Christ. Afterwards, felt much devoted to God, joined in prayer with one of the ministers, my peculiar friend, in a convenient place, went to bed resolving to live devoted to God all my days. The next day, Friday, July 30th, 1742, David Brainerd rode his horse 30 miles to the town of Bethlehem, Connecticut where Joseph Bellamy, one of the great influences of the Great Awakening in Connecticut, was the pastor. David preached that night from 1 Peter 4.8, and above all things, have fervent charity. He wrote in his journal that night, had much of the comfortable presence of God in the exercise. I seem to have power with God in prayer and power to get hold of the hearts of the people in preaching. After he was licensed, David Brainerd would live just five years and three months. His spiritual battles, both the defeats and the victories, are recorded in his journal. He served in a church in Long Island, New York, for several months. And then in April of 1743, he began his mission to reach Native Americans in New York, 
New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Connecticut, and Massachusetts. He had success in many settlements, and he also endured many difficulties. He struggled with loneliness, hunger, physical illness, and depression. His diary records multiple instances where he wished he could die. But his passion for the Lord and his faithfulness to the gospel are evident on every page. Listen to his journal entry for Sunday, July 21st, 1745, nearly three years after he was licensed. Preached to the Indians first, then to a number of white people present, and in the afternoon to the Indians again. Divine truth seemed to make very considerable impressions on several of them and caused the tears to flow freely. Afterwards, I baptized my interpreter and his wife. David Brainerd would continue his ministry to the American Indians for about a year and a half after that. He would ultimately wind up at the home of Jonathan Edwards in Northampton, Massachusetts. He never recovered from his illness, and he died in Jonathan Edwards' home on October 9, 1747 and is buried nearby. There's a marker located on the roadside near Haddam, Connecticut, at the place of David Brainerd's birth. It reads, Opposite this spot was born April 20th, 1718, David Brainerd, a servant of God, wise in his knowledge of men, self-forgetful in his devotion, of single-hearted humility, careless of the dangers of the frontier, undismayed before failing health, he gave his brief manhood to the material and spiritual upbuilding of the Indians. Every believer ought to read the diary of David Brainerd. It's very easy to find online. It was published by Jonathan Edwards after Brainerd's death. John Wesley said that every preacher of the gospel should carefully read David Brainerd's diary. There's no accounting for how David Brainerd's five-year ministry has had such a powerful impact on multitudes of people. All the glory goes to the powerful God he loved and served. Christian, God has inexplicable opportunities prepared for you. Stay the course. We pray that today's program was a blessing to you. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at staythecourse at nbcdanbury.org. God bless you. So dear Christian,